0: what's up y'all welcome back to on point the mindset podcast for dancers artists athletes and creatives i'm your host latte aka Lottie daddy uh you were not tripping there was no episode last week try to get a little fancy with the technology and i ended up with no episode so you know you live and you learn say est la vie type shit Uh, But we are back this week and we are exploring a topic that I actually like, I really benefit from. Um, It is all about creating healthy habits, creating routines and setting boundaries for dancers and artists. So I wanted to do this episode because a lot of dancers that I talk to. And a lot of artists in general, we just kind of live day by day, vibe by vibe, uh, which is fine, but you can't really fine tune your goals that way. You can't really um, plan long term that way as well. So uh, there's better ways to strategize our goals. And it's all about implementing some sort of routine because Um, we're really at the mercy of whatever is trending, whatever's grabbing our attention, jobs, gigs that come up last minute. Um, and we got to find a way to stay grounded. Otherwise we are going to feel all over the place and it's going to become pretty draining and also expensive, you know? So basically I want to help us get control over our routine and I can attest firsthand that uh putting some sort of routine in place and healthy habits in place outside of dancing really helps inside of the inside of the studio so this episode is for dancers who want to get serious about their strategy um say you're doing the same thing and you just you can't really pinpoint where your weaknesses are what you need to work on next um and it's going to help you find those weak spots. And artists who are looking away, looking for a way to maximize their efforts towards a certain goal. So like I said, if you are trying to find you a know, way to add in more jobs and gigs into your schedule. Because right now you're feeling a little burnt out with just one that comes up. I got you. And um, just anybody who wants to add in stability into this crazy kind of lifestyle. Because like I said, this industry is just kind of vibes and uh, it's not a good way to plan long term. So I got you. All right. So breaking down routines, scheduling, consistency in our habits and some of my favorite ways and things to implement. Here we go. So why is it important? Let's talk about that first and foremost, because I have this conversation with some of my clients and they're like, I'm good. I got it. I go off of vibes. That's how I work. And I'm like, great, babe. That's awesome. But If we want to really maximize how efficient you could be, because I guarantee you could be even more efficient. If you're doing good right now, that's even more of a reason to implement some sort of habits, some sort of routine outside of whatever artistic outlet you're doing to maximize it even more. Maybe even get you paid more or get you more exposure or more time with your family or whatever it may be. So um, anyways, uh consistency in dance classes or in classes in general so like i said say you're bouncing around here and there there's no way to track your growth um this happened to me when i first moved to la right so i was like juiced i wanted to be in everybody's class and i literally was like the first like month here was so insane i was taking everything okay And it was really cool, but I was bouncing around so much that I didn't have like a clear vision on, first of all, what I was training towards. And secondly, like how I was really getting better. Like I could tell I was getting better, right? Because, you know, we see it from videos or we hear it from friends and stuff. But I wasn't seeing like a consistent teacher every single week that could give me feedback or I wasn't taking the same class every single week where I could look at my um, my growth and say, okay, this is how I'm growing. This is how I can grow some more. So um, taking taking consistent classes and it doesn't have to be just one consistent classes. Like I know people that are like, well, I'm just going to take the same class. Well, that's fine. But you can have like a rotation of classes that you are currently taking. Um, also, it's really expensive especially right now, like let's not even get into how expensive things are right now. But like, if you're just hopping all over, babe, that's like $20 here, $20 there, $20 here, $20 there. And like, you have no way to track your growth. So you have to get a little bit more strategic with it. And it might suck sometimes because you want to be in everybody's class and you want to be everywhere, do all the things. I, I know how it is. But in the end, you have to really ask yourself like, is this class going to aid in my long ter- long-term efforts of doing X, Y, and Z? And if it's not, maybe you sit that one out. Maybe that's one that you pop into every once in a while, but um, having like a core consistent group of classes or styles that you're training in is going to be way more efficient. I am a fan of training in like one specific style at a time. Um, Not saying that you can't cross train, like definitely cross train. That's important. But like I said, last quarter, how I was like, you know what? I I don't know if I'm actually getting better in hip hop. I really want to get better in hip hop. I'm only going to take hip hop. And so I literally only took like hip hop classes for three months at a time. Um, and that way I was able to track my effort or track my process and my progress so much better. Um Now, did I take a heels class here and there? Yes, but my time and my money, my money, y'all, was not going all over the place. It was literally going straight to hip hop classes. And that is how I was like, OK, I'm getting better. Um, also, athletes know about this. Just it, you have to be focused with your physical training so like let's let's get into that for a second so have you guys ever gone well of course you've gone to the gym hello but like if you're going to the gym and you're just like training random shit it's not really gonna help you right you have a a, you have a day that you train back you have a day that you train legs you have a day that you train arms core things like that um so you have to think about your dance training in that way as well because you're it's a physical activity right so that's what really helps me stay focused when I wanna take, you know, like I said, especially in LA, there's so many great instructors I wanna take with all the time. And I have to really just ask myself like, is this going to benefit my long-term goal of getting better in this style or this or that? And if it's not, then I sit that one out. Good, so another reason why it's so important to have like, a routine, a like set of habits that you do to keep yourself on top of things, like some sort of um, schedule, um, is this idea of staying ready versus wasting time getting ready. Uh, this drives me nuts, dude. So there, I, I, I always tell people, you need to stay ready, and I've I heard this quote somewhere. You need to stay ready so you don't have to waste time getting ready. It really will cut out so much of what you're trying to do when you're wasting time trying to get ready scrambling last minute I hate it um and let me give you an example so have you ever been like totally late to a class because you could not figure out what to wear yeah me too okay or like you get home from work and you totally plan on going to a a class or you plan on going to a workout or something and you have no food and you're starving so then you have to waste time cooking food getting ready trying to find clothes oh shit that's in the dirty laundry oh shit you're out of protein and then next thing you know two hours have gone by and what have you done nothing because you're scrambling last minute um i'm such a huge fan of laying my clothes out for the week yeah you heard me not just (laughs) the next day i will go above and lay out my clothes for the fucking week like sign up for my classes for the week, lay out my classes, lay out my clothes for the week. There is no guessing because when you have to, I think it's called decision fatigue, right? When you're already in like a high uh, a high demand schedule and you're already trying to do a lot, right? Because we're people of many things nowadays. We're not just dancers. You know, we're at work, we're at school, we're with our spouse, we're with our kids, whatever it is. The more you have to sit there and be like, am I going to class? What am I going to eat? What am I going to wear? What, who am I going to go to class with? What style am I going to... The more questions you have to answer, you're going to get fatigued because that alone is mentally taxing. So the more that you can eliminate the guesswork, eliminate the questions, eliminate the mental load, you can just move about your day and get what the fuck you need done. Also, when you have like a consistent routine, when gigs come up, you don't feel like you can't take them on. So like for me, um, I like to stay really consistent with my work. I like to stay really consistent with my workouts because I know that I perform better when I'm like physically active, when I'm in the gym consistently. So what's happened to me like in the past, like really early on when I first um, started like taking gigs again is I would like get a gig and then like stress myself out and like try to like work out that whole week and then get like so backed up with work, like actual work and then like feel tired because I'm trying to like overstretch and, and get ready for this gig and like all the stuff instead of just like having a normal, consistent workout routine or having a normal, consistent routine that balances with work so then when a gig comes up, I don't feel so stressed. Like now I have like my set schedule for work and I have my set workout days. So if something came up, I would feel so fine taking it on because I would feel like I'm strong, I'm stretched. I if I need to take time off of work, I can because my work is consistent and it's not such a a, a stressor, you know? Um it's important like especially if you're a person that has an outside job on top of dancing like you do need to have that consistency with your work almost because if you need to call out for a job or if you need to call out for rehearsal like it it, it needs to not feel like so dire to your paycheck because it'd be like that friends like you can't just like take off work to like go dance and then be in the red. That's not like good priorities. I'm sorry, but it's the truth. So that's something I definitely think about now and like have been where I'm like, okay, let me make sure everything's consistent on my end as far as being ready for a gig, whether it's hair, workouts, having extra clothes, having um, time that I can take away from work. That way, if something comes up when I do take it, It's not setting me back. Um, I also like to like challenge myself, right? Because you guys know I might have to change this goal because, you know, I don't know. Drake be tripping, y'all. Like I do. I love Drake, but he be tripping lately. So, okay, anyways, if Drake was to come up to me right now and be like, we going on tour, are you coming? Like I like to like ask myself, like am I even ready for that opportunity? Maybe that opportunity is not presenting itself to me because I'm not even ready. Like. Sometimes you have to be careful because you will ask the universe for opportunities, and it'll, it the universe will give them to you because that is the universe. And it turns out you're not even ready. You have like nothing, you, like you're not a strong enough hip hop dancer. You have um, not enough experience. You're not professional, like wh- whatever it may be, whatever your Achilles heel is, will show its face at that time when the opportunity comes to you, and you're like, actually, I'm not ready. You're right. Let me let me let me take it. Let me take it back. So, like I said, very important to stay ready, so you do not have to waste time getting ready. This includes. Um, I I didn't even go over like being a teacher too. Like. Back in my um back when I used to teach for Facility Down in San Diego, I was teaching consistently and I was like on top of my my teaching game, I would say. Like choreographing like multiple times a week, I was on it. So, um I would have to sub a lot just because I was just in in the in the thick of of working for a studio and it never felt like extra work for me. And on top of that, I was teaching bar. So, I was teaching like bar Pilates workouts. And I, w- I remember one week, I taught a total of like 23 classes just because, you know, bar, they stack them back to back. 23 classes, and that was including like contemporary and like heels as well. And it felt like nothing. It really, truly felt like nothing because I was in the thick of it. I was staying, I was constantly staying ready and not wasting time having to get ready. If you told me right now, and I think I've gotten asked a few times like recently, hey, can you sub a class? I'm like, yo, Bandwidth is overloaded right now. I cannot take that on, and I only teach right now like every other week. Okay, I mean, I teach my workshops once a month, and I'm teaching like every other week right now. But because I'm not in the, um, like I'm not staying ready with my teaching, right? I'm not staying ready with my my choreo. I would have to take some time to get ready right now. So, um, that goes for teachers too. So if you're a teacher too, just you know stay with your routines. I used to have a whole bunch of different um warm up, warm-ups ready to go, workouts ready to go. So I think it's just it's important. Okay, we've driven we've driven that point home. <laughs> also, another way that routines and just schedules, boundaries are super important. It's going to help you be laser focused. So this kind of goes back to um um about you know, being consistent in like one class or one style or one, you know, muscle group that you're training, whatever it is, is things that, like I said, things are going to come up and you're going to have to put up a boundary or you're going to have to say no. Most importantly, you're going to have to sacrifice. You're going to have to make those sacrifices. Um And really, I think that it doesn't feel like a sacrifice as long as you know what you're working towards. Like I used to, ah, it's hard, it's hard, it's hard. Because especially now, I really love to, I love to give myself to my clients, I love to teach. um, But there is times where I'm like, "Mm, shoot, should I be saying no to a project? Maybe I should, you know what I mean? But, you know, we're all human, we're working on it. (laughs) Um, But anyways, you need to pinpoint the things that aren't serving you and like put a boundary up and, and not, um, partake in them because you have to understand that that's taking away time and energy from the things you want. So staying laser focused. Also, when you're laser focused, like I said, you can kind of find the areas that your uh, weak spots are and then like get help, get help or uh, find a way to implement something that will keep you consistent. So for me, I personally like need someone on my ass and you guys have heard me talk about this in like recent episodes how the gym like I was doing real good and then she fell off like we don't really know why and you know what sometimes you don't need to know why just you fall off okay so I got a trainer okay because I definitely needed someone to kick my ass so now I have a trainer and I have been consistent in the gym because I have to so I was able to like look at my schedule and be like dude in my schedule Nowhere in here recently am I going to the fucking gym. That's my weak spot right now. I need help with this. You want to look at your schedule realistically and like find your weak spot. Man, okay, looking at my schedule, I'm not even training jazz funk in here. That is something that I've been wanting to get better in. Well, no wonder I'm not getting better. There's no jazz funk in my schedule. Well, maybe I should start implementing that in. That's my weak spot. But... It, like I said, if you're hopping all over the place, you're not going to be able to find your weak spots. Uh, weak spots can also, I think, pertain to like outside things for dance. So I like to look at my schedule. Well, now I do. I did not before. And Aaron will tell you that I used to look at my schedule and see no date nights on there, no time with my husband, uh, no family time, nothing like that. It was just packed with, Uh, teaching, packed with, choreographing, clients, things like that, classes. Um, Now, you look at my schedule, I have date nights written in there. I have times that I'm going to go see my husband or he's gonna come up to see me because we recognize that that was a weak spot for us and that was causing issues, right? So you have to think about like other things outside of dance because it's it's a whole, like it's your life, you guys. It's a whole thing. It's not just dance. You want to make sure that your dance is supporting your outside life and your outside life is supporting your dancing. Awesome. So I want to talk about some ways to implement all of this. And without any surprises, you guys already know the first thing I'm going to say is going to be what you need to get a planner. I legit, I didn't know this, but I legit, Like, there's not a lot of people that use planners. Did you know that? Like, I mean, I use a planner. But there was actually a time that I did not use a planner. And I talked to a lot of people and they don't have a planner. They just go off of vibes. But gone are the days that we go off of vibes. It's not working, okay? If you want to be really strategic, if you want to be really on top of your your progress, if you want to really um go forth towards your goals with like intention you need to get some sort of planner so like and it's crazy i like to, like you guys know i like to plan my stuff out in increments of quarters so we're in q4 like heavy in it you know um i have everything planned up until like january like mid january already i already have like when i would have my classes and everything or my coaching sessions in january done like everything. So I can tell you right now what we're doing. And with that being said, I can look at that and say, where do I want to focus my training for the next four months? Okay. So I need to be taking these classes. So I've switched up my game plan again. So you guys know, like last quarter, I was like, let me take hip hop. I was like, okay, we're going to put a pause on that. Cause it it never ends we don't just like me- do a style and we're like oh done no we're gonna put a pause on that i want to revisit jazz funk because i was getting re i was getting frustrated with jazz funk earlier this year <laughs> that's <shit's> just hard y'all <laughs> but we're back anyways um yeah when you're able to like look at a schedule and my husband's always like it's up here i don't need to look i'm like no dude Write it down like I I need it on a piece of paper. I need this on like a whiteboard like something Um, you can look at things and like block them and then like physically move the blocks to where they work for your schedule and for your goals I also like bullet journals I um I haven't found a really, really good one in some time. If I find a good one, I'll maybe I'll link it or something. But I think there's so satisfy. There's something so satisfying about filling up the whole like the whole section with green because you did exactly what you were supposed to do. Um, yeah. All right. This next way to implement uh, some of these things is. I like to pick a main focus. So this is going to be hard, especially if you are a person of many things, like all of us, and especially like me. You, what is the, what is the, what is the saying? Jack of all trades, master of none. I know there's more to that, but I can't remember what it was. But it definitely, Jack of all trades, master of none. Basically, if you're trying to do too many things, you're going to be kind of good at all of them, but you're not going to be great at one thing. And I think that's true. Being a person, like I said, that has, that likes to do a thousand different things. I can, I can say that when I spread myself too thinly amongst a whole bunch of projects, they all are kind of (laughs) good. None of them are like, wow, this is great. Now, it's not to say that you can't work on everything. It's just saying that you need to be strategic about it. So like I was saying, you need to move your blocks around. Maybe you have one week that you do ballet and jazz. And then the next week you do hip hop and jazz funk. And then the following week, ballet and jazz. And do that for a span of three months. Like that would be a consistent schedule to me. You know what I mean? Because you're saying you're taking the same core classes every single like for that whole three months and you're just flip-flopping so you're able to get through all of them um or like maybe your main goal is to oh this is a good one um so like how i wanted to um get signed to an agency uh that was my goal earlier this year It was moving a little slow for my liking. So I put that on the back burner and I went towards something else. Um, I went to trying to improve my hip hop, getting booked and things like that. That was summertime. That went well. Now we're back to let's try to get signed. So for the next like three months, I've submitted to all these agencies and I'm gonna redo all my headshots. And that's the current goal right now. Um, And then in January... I put that on the back burner and I work on something else. Giving yourself like a time frame to work on things um, allows you to 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 not get fixated on stuff because that's hard too, right? We get fixated on one thing and then we just start letting it carry through the entire year and really we haven't gotten anything else done. You know what I mean? And say if you if this is a hard goal, like you know maybe getting signed to an agency is really hard. If I was to try to work on this goal the entire year and then it didn't happen, I didn't get anything else done either. So that kind of sucks. But if I'm like, let me work on this for two months, max, if it doesn't work, I put this on the back burner, I work on several other goals, and then I rotate them out, then look, you have like a handful of goals, a handful of goals that you just completed. I also want to talk about um, habit stacking. So I love habit stacking. Like even with my patients for dental hygiene, I talk about habit stacking. I tell them to um, floss their teeth in the shower. You already do it. All right. So let me let me go back. So a habit stack is when you kind of associate two habits together. And the way you do that is you do you associate a new habit with something that you already do. So with my patients, I say, okay, you already take a shower every day put your floss in there. So when you are taking a shower, you floss. It's something you do every day. Um, I think I've talked to you about how I, I like to choreograph. So I don't like to choreograph on a cold body. Like if I'm not warmed up, if I'm not stretched, I just, it's achy and creaky and shit hurts. Okay. I don't like it. So what I do now is I habit stack choreograph, choreographing with the gym. Every time I go to the gym, I'm able to come home. I feel nice and warm. And that's when I start choreographing. I, I get a burst of creativity too. Thank, thank goodness. Because my brain is kind of associated um, the gym and like movement with like more movement and creative movement. So that is a habit stack I like to use for dancing. Um, Along with habit stacking, just reinforcing habits. So it's, it's, I never did this before but I really do see the importance of um I think for me it's more sort of a gratitude thing not so much of a reward system but it's almost like a I think it's Pavlov when he would the dog that you would give a treat and ring a bell and so then every time like you get to the point where you could just ring a bell and the dog would just start like watering their mouth <laughs> It's like a, it's like a, we, we all learned about this in psychology, right? I think so. I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, you want to Pavlov your shit, okay? So if you do something that's good, say, you know, this entire week, you went to all the classes that you said that you were going to go to maybe you congratulate, congratulate yourself. Maybe you take yourself out for like a little, like a little treat treat or you buy yourself something nice or a new dance outfit because you stuck to what you said you were going to do. Um, for me, I more so like to um, like do like a little gratitude, a little gratitude pull at the end of the week. So like if I get to the end of the week, I like look back on my week and I'm like, you know what, this week was hard, but I hit all of my workouts. I also was able to get classes in that I said that I was going to. And I didn't spend any extra money on classes that I said I wasn't going to. So like for me, I I like to do a little gratitude check in. um, Because you know, if I want something, I'm just gonna buy myself something. So I don't know how much of the like positive reinforcement works for me. But I do know that gratitude definitely works for me. Because um, I don't know, I just I I think it comes as you get older, but you just be feeling like so deeply about shit nowadays. Like I'm, I be like, every time I'm like, this is like a side note, but like every time I'm like, damn, shit's rough. Like I'm out in LA. I'm trying my best. Things aren't going the way. I'm like, you know what? Damn. Like a couple years ago I was in San Francisco. I was so sad. I thought I would never dance again. Like, damn, I'm so grateful. I'm here. Like, and honestly, like, I don't know, this is like a side note, but like, completely changes my attitude. It like completely changes my attitude. And even now I'm like, shit's rough. Like I know that like we're in a lot of transitions, like just with our own personal life, like me and my husband, we want kids. And like, we're thinking of like, I don't know, are we going to move out of California? Things like that. And I'm like, wait, I need to stay present. I need to stay present. I'm here in LA right now. I'm so grateful that I, I have an awesome job. I love my job that I'm able to be so flexible I get to take all the classes I want to I live three minutes away from some of the best studios in LA like I'm so grateful and I have to just sit in that and that really brings um that's kind of like my Pavlov like that's my little like ring the bell and like like mouth-watering moment for me that I'm just like okay I'm, I'm, I'm okay I'm doing it I'm reinforcing the good behaviors and the good habits <laughs> Um, But even more so, like I said, since we are talking about scheduling, I think it's important to pick like maybe a day each month or a day each week that you really sit in that and you really sit in, you know, your wins, like congratulate yourself for really sticking to your your scheduled week or sticking to your one goal or maybe you're only going to take this class or maybe you're not going to spend any extra money on this or whatever it may be pick a day pick a day and write it down that you're going to celebrate yourself because it really does like i said you're going to pavlov yourself and you're going to um start continuing that behavior you know what i'm saying. Um, If you want to like kind of test yourself, because I do this with my clients sometimes is pick five things that you're you're grateful for and and really list them out or 10 things and then pay attention to how your body reacts to that, because there is some times where it's really easy. Right. And you're like, I'm grateful for this, 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 this and this. And then there's times where you're like, I'm really struggling to find anything that I'm, I can applaud myself over. And I think that's a good time to explore like why you feel that way. Like, why do you feel, do you feel like you can't allow yourself to celebrate yourself? Um, That could be a deeper question to ask. Or do you feel like, You're not deserving of a pat on the back because you absolutely are. If you did exactly what you said you were going to do or if you attempted it every single day, it doesn't matter if you succeeded, but if you attempted it and you and you tried your best, that is still worthy of a pat on the back. Okay, so definitely make sure that you're giving yourself um, some some permission to celebrate yourself. But yeah, I just want you guys to remember like we're artists. We are freelancers. Nothing is guaranteed and nothing is stable, especially in this this dance industry and and for for like for the majority of this year, I've kind of really come to terms with that too. Like it's so um it's so like it fluctuates. Like even right now like work with everybody in this industry is really fluctuating just because of the the strikes that were happening and um, everything that's going on. so dancers and artists are really at the mercy of if there is even work to do. Um, And that's why I kind of struggle myself with like, hmm, do I want to do this full time? Is there different avenues? Like, how can we do this sustainably? You know, because you have to like... I'm also a dental hygienist and that's like extremely stable. But um, I'm in these two kind of worlds where it's like extremely stable and predictable and like non-stable. And I'm trying to find a way to make that unstable realm more stable so then I can, you know, pursue it. And I think the best, best, best way that I have found that makes the most sense to me could, could hopefully maybe it resonates with you too is... The more uh, that you implement these habits and these schedules and these boundaries in that in that realm, I think it'll feel more of a a stable outlet and not so much like I'm going off of vibes. I'm spending money. I'm not making money. I am making money. I don't know if when I'm gonna have work again. How I'm working. What's going on? Like. All the guesswork is eliminated when you're able to have a routine whether you're whether you're training on a consistent routine, dancing on a, routine, a consistent routine, um that way you can kind of dictate the work that comes in. And also like I think it's important to like when you do have a job that is um or like a job like a and also like when you do Work in this industry. um, There is so much that you can't control that you it would it would be to your benefit to control the things that you can. And and what I'm saying is like controlling your rest, controlling your sleep, controlling how you how you take care of yourself the the time that you spend with your loved ones the um the amount of money that you're saving the the way that you're eating putting good things in your body like controlling that will benefit you since you really can't control anything else and that's just like facts you really cannot control the work that comes in you're just at the beck and call of casting agents so i think it kind of helps us stay sane when you know if there's a little lull in work or if there is you know tons of gigs going on but all right you guys have a ton of homework so well not a ton just a little bit just a little just a little sprinkle of homework but I want you to get a planner if you do not already have one and we're getting towards the end of the year so you're probably getting ready to have to buy a new one here. So make sure you get yourself a good one. I actually have let's see I have two planners I have a social media planner that one is not good Reno. Right <laughs> and then I have a dance and lifestyle tra- uh, planner. And then I also have like a big planner that puts everything on there that sits on my wall and it's like whiteboard. So I don't think you could go wrong with how many planners you have. In fact, I, I highly recommend the more the better for each aspect that you're working on. That's just me, extremely type A. But I want you to get some type of planner, preferably not on your phone. I think there's something about writing it down. I really, really do. You gotta get it out of out of the, the mental realm. You gotta get into the physical realm. So get yourself a planner. And also, I want you to pick your rotation of classes. So if you're a dancer, I want you to pick a rotation of styles that you want to focus on for the next like three months or so okay like you know me i like to do things in quarters because it's just it's just like that sweet spot of time so um maybe you know you're focusing on ballet and jazz and then hip I, i don't know i'm just pick a rotation and then try to plan out like how you can maybe flip flop your schedule or a schedule that rotates all of them in there at one time, but just get a little bit more focused with what you're taking. So then you're not just going off of vibes bestie. Um, I also want you to implement a habit stack or a new habit that you plan on applauding or rewarding yourself with every week. So if you're going to do this homework, this habit stack, or this implementing a new habit, make sure that you're also giving yourself a pat on the back. If you're attempting it, if you're accomplishing it, so then that habit sticks, right? And because, you know, we can never go wrong with this one, I want you to write down like 10 things you're grateful for. And just, you know, pay attention to see what bubbles up or how how resistant you are to this exercise or And maybe this exercise is really easy for you. That's great. But you can never go wrong with, with picking things you're grateful for. But that's all I have for you guys this week. And like I said, sorry for last week. I don't know technology, man. Be getting getting me. And uh, make sure you send this to a few dancers, artists, athletes who really need to stick to their schedule, get their schedule back on track. And make sure you like, share, subscribe. I will talk to you guys later.